When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We're telling another story of Wisconsin farmers who have been farming in their families for over 100 and 150 years. We're going to head to Marquette County for their Century Farm celebration, but they've been farming for a bit longer than that. I'm joined by Stephen Herring to tell me more about it. So Stephen, share with me a bit about your farm. Our farm actually was founded 146 years ago by, and I probably don't have enough greats in there, it would be a great, great grandfather and his brother who bought the first 130 acres on April 20th in 1875. And it's been in the family ever since, getting passed down from generation to generation and uh, till now currently owned by the seventh children of Sydney Herring. It's my niece who actually lives on the farm in a house built there by my brother, who's the farm manager, Jeff, and uh, she lives on there with her, her family, and uh, they have four children, and she was the ambitious one who took this project on to get the paperwork in to finally get the recognition that none of the rest of us would do for the last 46 years, I guess. So what is the farm today? Is it operating, or tell me more about that. Okay, yes, it is operating very well. The the uh, the sandier soil, because Marka County is, I think, the sand county, um, was, has been planted into ever, evergreen trees. I started with my father, but then my brothers and I planted over 80,000 evergreen trees on the farm. So we have a pine plantation, and we work with the DNR to manage that. And as we talk, they are actually logging today on part of it. We have professional loggers come in and do this. They work with the DNR. The DNR has a plan exactly um, every so many years which trees have to be logged if they get mature and and, uh, to thin out to improve the quality of the forest. So they work with the DNR to to cull the trees that need to come out and keep the forest growing and healthy. And they are professionals, and and they come in, you know, every several years, maybe 10 years, as the DNR tells them it's time to take out some of these trees that are old and mature or maybe dying or whatever, too thick, whatever the DNR tells them to do, they come in and take care of it and uh, keep the forest healthy. And it's... uh, it works very well, and I think they do a fine job of keeping the forest healthy. It's a hobby farm, basically. My niece has many hobby animals, a couple horses, cow, pigs, many fowl, and it's also recreation. And we also farm and put in corn, soybeans, and alfalfa hay on the, on the land that is good for farming. So it is operational for, I guess, mostly cash crops, you'd say, for that part, but also a hobby and recreation for nieces, nephews, and all of us who, who uh, can hike them, the, you know, the acres of forest and enjoy every bit of it. And this is what my father wanted for all his children, grandchildren, and grand-grandchildren forever to enjoy the farm as much as he had his whole life. And that's why he set it up in a trust so that it would stay together and be transferred on and on indefinitely for all his heirs and their families to enjoy in perpetuity forever, hopefully. Tell me more about your family. It seems like you have a big family, and the farm has been a part of the whole family. 
Well, we we loved the farm. I mean, we, we we grew up, you know, hunting squirrels and raising pigs, and the dairy cows were sold when I was very little because my father had a, got a bad back actually from working on the farm back in the, during the war years in the forties. It was a truck farm where they grew you know melons, tomatoes, peppers, things like that, and sold them from as far away as like Madison and Stevens Point and to supermarkets and restaurants and things. They sold all the produce that they raised on the farm and. That's pretty much how they got through the war years. But it wrecked my dad's back, so he couldn't milk anymore. So then we went, you know, into um, just raising alfalfa and corn, a minimum to sell mostly and take care of the few. We always had milk cow. It was my job to milk the cow before I went to school by hand. But then we would raise pigs for 4-H projects and things like that, and a few sheep and you know chickens, things like that. But it was it was just fun. We had you know cars and trucks. We played and we made big roads back in the in the sand hills and had like whole villages back there where we played with our Tonka trucks and things and enjoyed hunting and just hiking and enjoying every bit of the property. So there are a lot of animals on the farm now. So have you shown at the county fair or are any of the generations showing animals either in 4-H or FFA? Uh, we never went to the state fair, but we always did the county fair back when I was a, a young person living on the farm. My brother brought his pigs to the county fair and I always took my rabbit. I had many, many rabbits in those days. We always enjoyed them, and, uh, and of course the county fair was a big event, as it is all over Wisconsin each summer. So now, what is your favorite part about farming? Or when you grew up on it, and today, what's your favorite part? Basically, it's just enjoying the land. You know, I, I would... In in those days, you know, we had a two-row plow, and you would, you know, you pound that tractor all day long to plow, you know, to plow a 20-acre field. Whereas now, you know, the you you, the, you hook up a 30-some foot wide machine, and it run does the whole thing in two hours, what it used to take you days to do. So it's, I guess, fun to see how modern technology has taken over farming to. You know, to see uh, how easy it is compared to how hard we had to work back in the day to, you know, put the corn in and, and keep it cultivated and then, uh, you know, pick it and get it, you know, put in uh, corn cribs and things like that. Just, I guess, technology has made it much easier, of course, much more expensive, too. But, uh, you know, just growing up and working it, cutting wood, we had a wood-burning stove and we had to cut wood, um, you know, to keep the house warm all winter. And it was, uh, it was just fun out there. We just enjoyed every bit of getting out in nature and working. Satisfying work, that's for sure. Now, what does the future look like? Is there another generation looking forward to maybe taking over the farm? Well, right. I, um, I guess several, several of the, we, we have nieces and nephews right now. Of course, the niece that did the paperwork to get this, she actually lives on the farm. And uh, my youngest brother also lives on a farm in the house that was built by my father for my grandparents. When, when he got married and started having all of us children, there was too many people to live in the big farmhouse. So he, by hand, he cut the logs out in the woods, took them to the sawmill, which was over, it was the Hartwigs then near Montello, had the wood sawn, put a bucket on the Cialis tractor and dug the basement with a front-end scoop on a tractor and built them a two-bedroom house next door to the big farmhouse, you know, virtually by hand, by himself. And that house now has been expanded, and that's where my youngest brother lives with his wife. And 
my brother just younger, who's the farm manager, we also bought part of the neighbor's farm when they quit farming and built another house on the property adjoining our property. So we actually have two brothers and a niece living on the property or neighboring property as well. And we hopefully will have more nieces, nephews, children, grandchildren moving into those houses in future generations and taking care of this farm and keeping it operating as is, hopefully forever, for everybody to enjoy and visit whenever they can. There are definitely a lot of memories. You know, what does this 146 years mean to you and your family? It's just, I guess, in this day and age, it's just wonderful that we were able, and my father had the foresight to to help set up this trust to keep it together and keep it so that everybody could enjoy, because we certainly enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. His father before him enjoyed every minute of living on that farm, and we want to have something there for our nieces and nephews and children and grandchildren to enjoy, hopefully forever. And we're doing the best we can to keep it going that way and uh, make sure that that happens. Well, thank you, Stephen Herring from Marquette County, and congratulations again for being a Century Honoree. Farming in the family name for over 100 years, 146 years, in fact. We have been sharing Wisconsin farmer stories that have been farming for over 100 and 150 years. The Herring family is one of the many honorees. We are highlighting brought to you courtesy of Compeer Financial. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Michelle Stangler.